All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Positive Friday, the final hour. Maybe your work week is done, you're in the car. It's been a while on a Friday they've been able to listen to sports talk radio in the Edmonton area. Well, guess what? It's back, baby. And uh, it's hoping that it's back for a long, long time on Sports 1440. I'm Jason Greger alongside uh, Juan Day Gretz from Motors Nation. Uh, Connor Halley with you. Gregor Show is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. And remember, not only uh, sports betting, if you like to uh, play the lottery, think you're lucky. How about $12 million tonight? Cool 12 schmill. Probably could uh, change your life a little bit. So check it out at PlayAlberta.ca on a positive Friday. We have uh, lots going on. Of course, uh, Big Zelks games tomorrow night, uh, 5 o'clock. Looking forward to that. Uh, got some tickets. Uh, Going to sit in the crowd. Uh, son's at that age where he really likes to go to the games. So looking forward to it. Should be should be a good time. Should be a competitive. Uh, hey, all I care about, I hope, is that it's uh, a competitive game. At this point, that's, that's pretty much, you know, what you want. Now, ideally, you'd like a win. Uh, we had Cam Tate, uh, two-minute warning earlier today, talking about uh, Trey Ford and the excitement that goes with being number two in Edmonton. Not saying he's Gizmo Williams, but... Gizmo Williams might have been the most entertaining Elks player of all time. And uh, Trey Ford right now, he's pretty entertaining. So he himself is uh, is definitely fun to watch. Now, let's get to the spec report brought to you by GS Construction. Just reminding you, I know there's still lots of construction on the road. Please drive safe. Be respectful of all those in the construction zone. They want to get home to their families just as quickly as you do. That's G. S construction as we welcome in from uh, Sportsnet, Mark Spector and uh, Spec. Let's start with the uh, the green and gold and and Trey Ford and, and kind of a, a shot of adrenaline 
to the uh, Elks organization, yeah. to the fan base, to, to, you know, to see an exciting player like that. And I know they lost on Monday, but at least there's, uh, there's hope now. People that they go to the game and they're thinking, Hey, we can win. And I think Trey Ford is going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, what a what a juxtaposition, what a turnaround. You know, this was a team that I'd say for the first five games, I mean, you watched them play and you never even got an inkling like they had a chance to win. And then they had a couple of games where they gave you a couple of good quarters and all of a sudden Trey Ford comes along and not only do you have a guy that you just can't wait to see him get on the field, he gives you hope you can win every game. There could be a touchdown on any drive. Anytime he starts scrambling, you stop what you're doing and you're watching the TV, right? This this guy is, you know, now they got a few other guys too, but all of a sudden they've gone from a team that was, let's face it, man, setting records for futility to a team that has arguably the most exciting young player in the CFL. Wow, where'd that come from? Well, you kind of have experience cheering for a team like this as a longtime Cubbies fan, right? So you could probably relate. Hey, buddy, the Edmonton football team has not lost anywhere nearly as long as my Cubbies did. Like, it isn't even in the same universe, pal. <laughs> but, but but you understand the frustration, right? Oh, hey, listen, no win feels better than the win that was preceded by a long bunch of losing. And, yeah, well, that football team in this football town, I've never – in my lifetime, I've never seen it in the dumps like it was no. earlier this season. I mean, like I I watched every quarter they played this season, and there was times when you just thought, these guys can't get out of their way. Like, they might not win a game. The, the odds makers, Jason, were, were have there. you could bet who was going to win the first game in Commonwealth Stadium, the, the Elks or the Oilers. So, I mean, that's all I got to hear. If they're running that stuff out, you know, the bookies are running that bet out. Oh, boy, that's not pretty. Yeah, well, uh, luckily for the green and gold, uh, they won it, and now they could get to two and uh, maybe three or four even by the time uh, the orders are in there at the end of uh, next month taking on the Flames in the Heritage Classic. Uh, Speaking of the orders, uh, Raphael Lavoie was in Washington for the the rookie orientation, and usually, you know, organization will send somebody who hasn't been a regular in the NHL before, and they they go there, and it's really, I've talked to players who went there, it's pretty eye-opening, a lot of stuff you learn, you know, the business side a bit, Uh, there's lots of instruction on kind of the the don'ts uh, to do as a player. Then when you look at the depth chart of the orders, and, and even maybe, you know, the salary, because every dollar counts for Edmonton, do you think Raphael Lavoie, because he's also waiver eligible spec, like where do you see him on Edmonton? Do you think he's an opening night guy? Well, let's talk about their right wingers, right? You know, you think about their right wing. I haven't heard anyone in the city tell me that their top two right wingers in one order or another aren't going to be Zach Hyman and Connor Brown. You know, yep. that's your top two right wingers on this team. Sure. So who's your third line right winger on this team? I would guess Vogel. Well, yeah. So who's your third line? I mean, McLeod's your third line center. Fogel's a third line player. Holloway's probably your third line left player. That's what I have. Yeah. Uh, Certainly you're not pushing Fogel off that third line. I think he's a fixture there. So maybe we're talking about whether it's Lavoie or Holloway that you could make that argument. And then if if the orders are still set – on finding a different fourth-line center than Derek Ryan. Well, Derek Ryan's going to play every day as a fourth-line right winger. So, you know what? There's Lavoie's going to – this is a good team. You don't just get a spot anymore in yep. Edmonton the way you used to when you're a young guy. He's got to push his way on. He's got to make a move somebody else around. 
Uh, and if he doesn't, he'll be the one getting moved. As simple as that. I know there's always lots of concern. Mark Spector joins Spec Report, brought to you by GS Construction on Sports 1440. There's lots of concern once a player becomes waiver eligible, and everyone's like, oh, geez, you know what? He'll get claimed. Now, Raphael Lavoie is a second round pick. He's six foot four, he's 215 pounds. He had a really good, uh, once he got healthy last year, final four months of the season, he was the best player in the American League on on Bakersfield. Not best player in the league, but best player on Bakersfield. So he's trending in the right direction, but he's six foot four, 215 pounds. There's not a lot of guys like that so you know if he was six feet tall spec and 190 pounds and then it might not be as much but when you're that big it just people look and size is always enticing for for scouts still is especially when you've got some skill to it so i wonder how much the waiver is a factor or is it not because lots of teams maybe different size different style but lots of teams have a Raphael lavois guy who's close but also might go down the minors. Yeah, no, everybody has that guy, and, and they do it. Everybody clears them out on, like, you know, if, let's say the season starts on a Wednesday often. Monday and Tuesday are the days when everyone pounds guys through waivers, and it's such a busy time. Everyone's so busy trying to get down to a number. That's the time to sneak your guy through. Usually he won't get picked up. However, Jason, you listed all this kid's qualities, right? He looks like he could score a little. He's got good size. We'll figure out if he's got the boots to play in the NHL. But you know what you missed? He's a Quebecois kid, right? And the Montreal Canadiens have a whole bunch of holes in their lineup and their system, and boy, do they have room for a big, strong, potentially scoring French kid. I'm telling you right now, I don't think you get him through the uh, Montreal Canadiens, if not the Ottawa Senators. Uh, both those markets, if they see a good Quebecois kid out there that they think can help, they'll snap him up. Well, Montreal makes a lot of sense because they might have the smallest forward roster going, right? Like they got a lot of water bugs on that team. So, you know, there, there is something to that too. And, and obviously they'd be one of the first teams to get a shot at them based on last year's standings uh, on the waiver wire. So, you know, it's intriguing. And I think like Raphael Lavoie, I know some people were like, ah, what's he doing? He got bad advice from his agent. And I understand people thinking that way from the team perspective. But from Raphael Lavoie's perspective, he's like, you know what? I plan on being in the NHL, so I want to get as much money as I can, which is, you know, he took his qualifying offer at, what was it, 874, 894? I can't remember exactly which one, one of the two. Yeah, rather it's than 100000 yeah. higher than he had to do, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, you know what? Because he's like, hey, if you know what? If Edmonton doesn't want me because of hundred grand, well, then maybe someone else does because I believe in myself. So I understand why he took it. Because some people said, well, because if you're a player – you could sit there and say, well, yeah, I can take 775 because I can probably get more than the 75K in the minors, right? I can probably get 125 or 150. But I don't think Raphael Vaughn's mindset this summer has been, well, I could make 150 in the minors. It's like, I want to make the NHL roster stop full point. And I, I kind of like that he bet on himself. Well, he did. I mean, he 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 also steps to the front of the line of guys to get sent down because he's made in the, on this cap situation in Edmonton, $100,000 is a big deal, right? They're not the Anaheim Ducks that, that are on their own personal cap. The others are, well, they're they're already, I mean, what's Connor Brown's making $4 million bucks? He's getting seven seventy five this year. He's getting three point two five. is going to be bonus overages off of next year's cap yep. if he plays 10 games this year. Mm-hmm. So they're right up against it. So I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you, Jason. I, I'm not sure that, I mean, I guess it's it's this to me. If Raphael Lavoie wants to play in Edmonton, 
I'm not sure he made the right decision. If Raphael Lavoie is absolutely fine getting picked up and going somewhere else to play, then maybe he did right to make, uh, make the right decision. Yeah, I think he wants to be an NHL player. He'd love to be an Edmonton Order NHL player, I but I think, think so. he'd want to be an NHL I would player. Think so. And and you could actually argue for Raphael Lavoie, if you're looking at opportunity, getting claimed on waivers by a bottom feeder team would probably give him better opportunity. Like Edmonton, you said it's back. Like their top eleven fours are pretty much locked in. So, you know, he's going to really and and there's nothing wrong with him, you know, bowling over the door and breaking his way in to to get a spot. That's awesome. But it's just the the days of getting the the free bingo space for young players in Edmonton is gone. And that's and that's a good that's a good thing. I never liked the the free bingo space. Oh, let's bring in these five rookies and we're going to do great. I'm like, have you watched the league? It never works. And teams repeat the same wish list so often. Oh, yeah. All these young guys, we've got to get them an opportunity. And they get their teeth kicked in. And lots of them, (laughs) lots of them never even they never become NHL players. Right, because yeah. they they don't have. How many times you watch that movie? Oh, God. <laughs> way way too many of them. Spec, uh, have yourself well, an awesome. Have, sorry, the Oilers have three guys here, right? They got Broberg, yeah. They got Levois, and they've got Holloway, yeah. And ideally, all three guys are awesome, and they make the team. And you got three guys on basically entry level type deals, mm-hmm. making you know three players that are making in total less than three million bucks. That'd be awesome, you know, for the Oilers cap. But, you know, but, right? A, a wise man once told me, if I've got three so-called can't-miss prospects in the minors, I can think that one of them's going to make it. If two makes it, I've won the lottery. Almost never do three make it. Yeah, no, that's fair. Speck, have yourself a great day. Have a good weekend. We'll chat with you. Hey, you have a good weekend, Jake. There you go. That is uh, Mark Spector from Sportsnet and the Speck Report brought to you by GS Construction. Um Wanye Gretz is still with us. Darn right. Did you, did you like, did your mic cut out? No, I felt like I was listening to the radio live. It was great. I was just sitting here zoning out, vibing with the show. I don't have anything to add. I don't actually know anything. I can't talk when Spectre's talking. I thought you were a little intimidated. Well, next time we'll get you involved. Like, I was waiting for you to, just, I thought you were going to come over to the top on Spec. I, I was, memorized I half the it. teams plus minus from last season, and I am ready to spout those stats if called upon. Okay. Ooh, I plus like 12. Mm-hmm. I won't say who that is. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can't guess. Yeah. No. I know a lot of facts. Is it a Ford? No, it's a number I made up. Oh, okay. Don't dig into it any further. Uh, okay. I was hoping to just randomly go. Can you name this player based on these two statistics? I'm just panicking driving here, just staring at NHL.com statistics, trying to cram numbers in my head. There were three players who were plus 12. Yeah, I thought it was actually a legit yeah. thing. It was you. legit. It's a game I invented yeah. on the way over here called the six Is Derek question. Ryan one of them? Yeah. No. No. No, I think Wanya was saying it's not one. Like, that's what is it? it's, it's not oh, one. It's, no, it's oh, three. It's, mul- yeah, it's three. It's multiple. Ever like. said you'll never get all three. Mm-hmm. Brett Kulak. Nope. Hmm. One had a career year. That, well, you know what? Two had a career year. Well, there's lots of orders who had career years. Like, <laughs> think about like who didn't have a career year last year when you think about it for Edmonton. Well, one of them didn't. Yeah. I would say Jack. Well, Campbell. Nurse didn't have a career year. Kyler Yamamoto. Didn't have a career year. Yeah, he was plus 12, though. Yeah. No, let's let's be real here. It's 2023. I like plus minus. <laughs> not necessarily the go-to stat. Can we get back to when low tide thinks the Oilers are going to win the cup? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> that is amazing news. He's generally quite right. 
Lots of people believe the orders are good. You, you don't believe the orders are good? I, are you kidding me? I believe the orders are good every year of my life. I still have the hockey news from 2018 when they said Oilers Cup contenders after they'd made the playoffs in 2017. Mm-hmm. And I like walked around my house like that was a cup. And then we all remember how that turned out. I cannot put the cart before the horse again. So you're, you're an Oilers fan who's very reserved as far as Did expectations? Did we just meet at Bubba Gump Shrimp? No, no, not reserved in life. Reserved as far as expectations. Secretly at night, when I cry myself to sleep about the Reed trade, I know the Oilers are a better play- team as a result. I know Ekholm and the Beard came to town for a reason. That's our best defenseman since Pronger. I'm believing. It does not surprise me the Oilers are a cup contender. What would surprise me is if I got all excited and said the Oilers are a cup contender and then things didn't work out. I cannot take the heartbreak. Because it's possible now. It's like before. We had to invent RFAs that would come here. We need them to score 40 goals for us to be respectable. We're in the mix. Yeah, the Oilers are a competitive team. There's no doubt about that. I think first step is win the division for the first time. It's still mind-blowing to me that the Oilers have the longest division winningless streak in the NHL. Is that true? Yes. 1987 was the last time the Oilers won the division. When you look at those banners at the arena... It is shocking how it just stops. <laughs> like, it, it's every year we're winning and we're celebrating, and then it just hits a wall in 1990, and then nothing till 06, and that one little banner. Thank God we gave Garth Brooks a banner, or we wouldn't have anything new up there. <laughs> well, and the Oil Kings. Give the Oil Kings credit. They got a few banners up there. The Edmonton Mercuries from 1873. They have mm-hmm. a few banners, too. Yeah. So that's nice. Uh, when we return... A gentleman who has, I would say, amongst hockey fans, top five usage of a meme. He joins us next on the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440 and live. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. On Orders Nation YouTube. We are back on a pause there Friday. Man, what a show. It has been flying by. I love it. Uh, great lineup of guests today. If you missed any of them, you can get the podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast, it'll be up uh, right after the show. Uh, individual interviews at jasongregor.com. Lorianne Munzer, uh, she's going to be a great addition to the station, man. Her story about how she got into uh, to cycling and then really what happened uh, at the Olympics when her first time in 2000, uh, 36 seconds, her Olympics were over. And she was like, you know, I, but by the way, she did set a Canadian uh, record in those uh, 36 seconds. And uh, she left and said, four years I'm going back. I'm winning gold. And that was her focus. And four years later, she won gold, which is uh, pretty remarkable. Actually, won two, which is uh, pretty amazing. Uh, Matt Verderam, for all of you uh, NFL fans, fantasy fans, he was great. Uh, Livingston talking racing, uh, low tide spec. And, of course, uh, Wanye Gretzk, who will be our uh, Friday co-host on Friday afternoons. Pause of Friday. Adds a lot of fun and humor to the show. Uh, Very passionate sports fan, which is nice. Big businessman, too. So we'll mix in. Sports knowledge Laugh in the studio. There's would, gaps. Well, Connor's got to, we got to get him to turn your mic on. Well, I got gaps in my mic knowledge too, yeah. but I got real gaps in my sports knowledge. That's a source of laughter. And that's what you want to bring to the table. Laughter. Yes. Laughter. Well, you know, if they, if they don't find you uh, funny, if they don't find you handsome, at least they'll find you funny. Oh, they right? find me handsome. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I do all right. <laughs> that was like a red green line, right? If they don't find you handsome, at least they'll find you handy. So it was outstanding. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux, the uh, senior advisor for the Niagara Ice Dogs, uh, former NHL coach, who uh, also, did you know a little tidbit of information about Bruce? The uh, movie Slapshot was filmed, lots of it, in his apartment. Yes, true story. Which scenes? Uh, well, in the, in, the, uh, in the scene, oh, what's his name's, um, oh, the guy, the, the lady with the dog, that was, his, um, that was his apartment. Yeah. That's wild. That's amazing. Yeah. And so he was an extra in lots of the, like, lots of the filming and stuff like that, too. So he was one of the players. So, yeah. Fantastic. Good Bruce learning. Was, Bruce was living the life back then, man. In the mid uh, in the mid seventies with old Paul Newman. That's a great movie. Oh, it's fantastic. It aged well. You can show that movie once a year and not disappoint anyone in the room. Yeah, I told my uh, I told my son I can't wait till he's of age to watch Slapshot. What age do you think he has to be? I he's got to be at least sixteen. Wow. That's what, that's what I would think. Um, you were flying over fences at twelve, getting double bounced. Yeah, but that's, he's hey, be... that, that's hey, I, I want my son to live that life, but I didn't. Slapshot, I don't think is a is an under sixteen age. Like, I don't know, maybe fifteen. I could be wrong. Like anybody out there who's who's had kids or that age, like how old when you like a sixteen? Some might even say he's got to be eighteen. I don't know, but I, I would. Yeah, sixteen would be the minimum. I think. Like I remember Slapshot, and there's a few scenes in there that are, you know. I, like, hey, I guess it'll create conversation and some questions, but I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of protective of, of, I like my son to stay as young as he can. I try not to get him into, you know, movies. You know, you can go online now and there's all the gauges for like age appropriate movies and you see all the forms and stuff like that. So uh, you follow it to a T. You kind of know your son. My son's a little sensitive at times. So there's just certain things I probably wouldn't want him to see. I wandered into my older cousins watching Alien when I was about six. And go? I probably watched, oh, 10 minutes of it. I got so scared, my brain chemically changed. I'm still scared of Aliens and Sigourney Weaver. You so, cannot see scary movies. Well, she's terrifying. When you're six watching tough, Alien. Though, man. Wow. Covered tough. in goo, though. Remember the Alien? Yeah. No. Don't let kids watch scary movies too young. 
Mm-hmm. That's fair. Hey, Wanya, you were the reason I joined the cesspool of Twitter. I used a lot of company time on ON back in the day. Kids and marriage have changed that, though. I miss it. Great to hear you from uh, Mike in the 349. Isn't that nice? Thanks, Mike. There you go. It is nice. Hey, guys, he'll be talking like Slapshot of 13 if he goes to a public school. (laughs) Oh, jeez. From Lance. Uh, is public school really that different than Not the in Catholic? Edmonton. You only go to private school if you're bad. Yeah, I, yeah, I would think so. Like how many, honestly, I don't even know the answer to this question. I'm being legit here. How many private schools are there in Edmonton? Anybody know? The Remand Center? They're actually going to look it up. No, no, no. They're getting their phone. I think Big Bad Bruce is calling us. Oh, oh. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's get to our uh, OHL report. Brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Home with no payments, no interest for one year on your AC or your furnace. Stay cool, stay warm, stay hot, whatever you like. Legacyheating.ca. And uh, we are joined now by a gentleman who, part of his apartment, was part of the Slapshot film. Being a longtime NHL head coach, one of the most winningest coaches in uh, NHL history. And now he is a special senior advisor for the Niagara Ice Dogs, Bruce. Brujo joins us. Bruce, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Now, Bruce, refresh my memory because I was trying. To, I was telling the story because I had you on the DFO rundown with Frank and how they had filmed part of Slapshot in your apartment. Which 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 scenes was your apartment again? Well, you remember when um, Paul Newman had the dog on his bed? Yes. And he couldn't get to sleep. He was trying to get to sleep, and he's just lying on on uh, on the bed with the dog, and the phone keeps ringing. People keep knocking on the door, and. Uh, that was that was my apartment. So I mean, it was <laughs> it's a it's a small claim to fame. <laughs> How did that come to be? Well, to be honest, it's it's not the 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 most um, what can I say? Uh, uh, it does make me put me in a good light anyway. Like I mean, we were at dressing room and George in the dressing room and George Roy Hill came up and he and he said, "Okay, we need to do a scene today and." Who's got the messiest apartment on the team? <laughs> and everybody pointed to me, so it was winning by default. And <laughs> but for fifty bucks a month, it was pretty good back in the day. Oh, hey, why not? So they paid to use your apartment. Well, that's good, Bruce. Um, no, no, they didn't pay me. Oh. they used it, but that's what I was paying. Oh, okay. To live in that place, fifty bucks a month. So, but you, you can know. make an apartment so messy. Paul Newman comes to visit. <laughs> yeah, I think they had seven vacuum cleaners over there and they were like they were cleansing the place before he came (laughs) (laughs) so bruce tell us about the uh the new gig that you have now with the uh, niagara ice dogs a senior advisor so what's the senior advisor's role well you know what i I don't rightly know right now but i think it basically it is uh um you know i've been a played junior for the, the Marlies for three years and and have uh, what I would think is a pretty vast experience in in the game itself is just to help out and and uh, give advice when I can and and give my adjustments or what what I would think would be the right thing to do and and be there for a, an ear for Mr. Dobler and and if he asks me any pertinent questions give him my thoughts I will be up to a lot of the games and. Uh, I think I I know what I'm talking about when it comes to hockey. Maybe nothing else, but hockey I do, and uh, and hopefully use that as a 
as a, use me as a sounding board as to situations that might happen. I like, you know, having wisdom, Bruce, is, is a very powerful thing, and I think it's a very important thing. And people have always talked about what a great communicator Bruce was, a very honest, obviously got a good self, uh, uh, self-deprecation at times, you got a good sense of humor. When you, when you look at the game now, like especially at junior hockey, like these kids are sponges and everybody wants to get to the NHL, right? Like that's their goal when you're playing junior hockey yeah. for the most yeah. part. But it's... At times, it's like it's almost too serious. You know what I mean? Like, I get that that that's got to be the focus, but there's still got to be an enjoyment about it. How important is that to ensure that, you know, the kids, they can be focused, but they don't have to be robotic and they don't have to be serious. Like, you're able to enjoy the moment somewhat. Well, I agree. I mean, uh, hey, listen, it's it's a fun game. And you if you don't make it fun, uh, then it's not worth doing. I mean, uh, these kids now, they start, they have their own trainers, their own coaches and everything else at 12, 13, 14 years old. They take it a lot more serious than we did. Back in the day, we would play baseball in the summer, golf in the summer, and, and hockey in the winter. But, um, uh, you know, my job, I don't know really how much I uh, I will get a chance to talk to the players, but I will talk to the players, and, and a lot of it will be talking to the coaches and and telling them situations that I've gone through and how I handled that. And, and maybe this might, you know, I mean, I'll never tell them exactly what to do, but I mean, they could take my experience from situations that I've had and use it. I mean, I own two junior teams in, in, um, I mean, it's actually probably junior B team, junior B, if you would classify it in the, yeah. in the States in Hershey and in, and in, uh, Minnesota. And I get a chance to talk to those kids and coaches all the time. And, I mean, it's without being too demanding because I know what it's like when a GM or a president uh, tries to tell you what to do all the time. I don't really like it, and I'd never liked it. But uh, um, I will give them advice when when uh, warranted and when needed. And, and hopefully I um, help the owner when he's got uh, questions and he can run them by me because I'm sure I've faced that situation in the past. Bruce Boudreaux joins us as a special advisor for the uh, Niagara Ice Dogs. And you mentioned being a two-time owner, Bruce, uh, obviously they, they know who owns the team, so uh, they don't have to ask who owns the teams, which is, uh, which is fantastic. But f- with all your vast experience in the NHL, you know, you're 21st all-time in NHL history in wins. You got a, a 568 uh, winning percentage, which is one of the highest uh, for coaches, especially guys that have coached over 1,000 games. Um, when you look back, what do you feel was your best attribute as a head coach? Well, I think it was communication. Um, I mean, I think I got, uh, I was able to talk to the players and the players were able to talk to me and ask questions that uh, um, they wanted to and they weren't didn't have any fear. I would give them an honest answer. I had a big sign over my desk all the time is uh, the door is always open, but don't be... Uh, don't think you. If you come in and you ask a question, you're going to get an honest answer, and it might not be the one you want. So, and by the way, it was a six twenty seven winning percentage, not uh, five sixty eight. Okay, I might have looked at your you playoff know. winning percentage. You could be right. I yeah. like that. No, yeah, if that includes playoffs, then it could be. But I mean, uh, uh, as far as just regular season, it was six plus. Oh. So I know that. Bruce, I love that. Even better, buddy. Fantastic. Well, hey, when you coach that many games, you should know that stuff. Uh, that's great. Now, mm. Bruce, the, the other thing I've always liked about you is you, you seem to have a pretty good sense of humor. We saw you're obviously a huge wrestling fan. Um, 
Are you a fan of memes? Like, do your grandkids, like, have they, everybody's seen the meme where it's, oh, darn, you know, and it's Bruce on the bench. And he's dropping the F-bomb. They don't see it, but they see the darn. Like, like, does that one give you a chuckle? Do your buddies, do your family members, are they, is that meme getting shared in the Boudreaux's uh, group chats? Oh, I get it all the time. And uh, my grandkids are still too young um, for it, but uh, I get it from my kids everywhere, <laughs> all the time. I mean, and they know they know me. Once I start getting wound up, and I tell them all the time, the same as I tell the players, I don't know what's coming out of my mouth next, so just beware. So here it goes. Uh, you know, like I could just imagine as a son or daughter, you know, you're having a conversation with with dad or something, and then and the, whatever, and then you just throw that meme in, like, oh man, a change, like right away, it, it can't make you not laugh, but it it, it assume because it's so personal, it uh, it can be it can be used at really good times in conversations. Oh, it can be, yeah, and a couple of those words are really. Uh, work out at a good time, and uh, they're well used. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bruce Boudreau joins. Bruce, as a coach who who is game planning, and you know here in Edmonton, the Edmonton Orders are a really good team. You know what? I think most people across the league have them as one of the Cup contenders. There's probably five, six, seven teams when the season begins. I want to ask you if you had a chance, like the Orders' power play last year, best we've ever seen. The last three years, it's averaging twenty nine percent. Like it's ridiculous. Outside of the, hey, don't take penalties. But is there anything you think teams could do to slow down that power play? I think every team has tried everything. And, I mean, uh, uh, but when you have Connor and, and uh, Dreisaitl and you, you got uh, uh, Ryan Newton-Hopkins in, the, in the, uh, the middle and now, you know, I mean, they got Bouchard on the point and whether it's Hyman in front, I mean, they got a perfect five. And uh, it's very difficult to stop them because, I mean, first of all, they're not stationary. If you you look at what Washington's um, power play, for example, used to be, and they'd have Alex over in, in his spot, but now um, that their power play hasn't been very good the last couple of years because there's not a lot of movement. But you look at Edmonton's power play, Connor never stays in the same spot. Uh, Dreisaitl never stays in the same spot. So it's, it makes the the pressure on the penalty killers so much tougher because I mean, well, I mean, you talk about putting your head on a swivel. You never know where they are, and they can pass it, shoot it, and do all of those things. And then if you pay too much attention to them, Evans got a pretty good shot from what I've seen, and uh, I mean that becomes a dangerous option too. So, I mean, to me, Edmonton's power play is their crux of whether they do good or bad, and if their power play stays true to form. I think uh, they'll be one of the top teams in the league. You know, it, it's interesting because the whole point of a power play is you have an advantage. It's five on four. And if you execute it right, sometimes you can have the best penalty kill in the world, but you're still down a man, right? So do you ever get, like, as a coach, you get frustrated or sometimes you just have to be like, well, what are we supposed to do here, right? Like, they're, they're moving it around so quickly. Our guys can be in the right position. They're still going to get beat. How, how do you think the mindset is for teams not to get too down against that power play? Well, I mean, uh, you're going to get down because they're going to score. But, I mean, at uh, the same time, there's not a team that doesn't uh, – a guy that's in charge of the penalty killing look look over the Edmonton power play game in and game out, and they'll go back the last five games and see how they're doing and, and what they're doing. And everybody knows what they're doing, and that doesn't really matter. I mean, it's hard to stop. And that's, that's the thing. 
when and it's what makes um, McDavid and Dreisaitl two of the best players in the world. Is no matter what you do, they're so good. It's really if they've got control of the puck, it's really difficult to to stop. So the best thing you can do is is every time you touch that puck, you got to make sure it goes down the ice and that there's no turnovers. Because uh, uh, if you do that, you're going to be you're going to be doomed. Bruce, one last one for you. Uh, you. Where did your love of wrestling start? I have no idea. I mean, uh, I just used to watch it in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And then some reporter asked me in Vancouver, who's your top five wrestlers? And uh, Canadian wrestlers. And I had no idea that was coming. And I started blurting out things. And then the next thing you know, I'm meeting Kevin Owens. I'm talking to Edge. I'm... I'm doing all of this stuff, and it just grew and grew like that. But, I mean, I mean, I was just a casual watcher. Yeah. Now I think I've got to watch it every Monday and every Friday, <laughs> or people are going to give me craps, and I can't do that. So i gotta, I got to be knowledgeable now. But uh, it, sometimes the storylines are really good. Sometimes it's, it's not so good. But, yeah. I mean, I've been a fan, and, um, and meeting some of these guys, they're great people. And, I mean – they, I mean, they should be hockey players. They go through so much punishment. Oh, yeah. And they can take it, and they play with broken legs and broken arms and, and injuries. And that, uh, I mean, you'd love as a coach for guys to want to play through that and and, and not um, very unlike some sports where you get a sore finger and you miss a week or something. When you look at wrestling from the set, like it's really evolved. Like now, as much of it is about wrestling, it's you got to have the you got to have the vocal game. You got to be good on the microphone. You got to be able to engage the crowd positively or negatively. If you got to be a wrestler, Bruce, would you want to be the hero or the villain? I think the villain's so much more fun. I mean, I've told Kevin Evans, I said, or Kevin Evans, Kevin Owens, I said, listen. Just let me be your manager. I want to take oh, yeah. a kendo stick to uh, to Paul Heyman's head. Like I mean, I would be I would be great. That I've given them um, uh, scenarios how you could become champion, and like I mean, I mean it's been funny. But I mean, they're uh, I think well with me being at the age I am, I think I'd, I'd be a pretty cool mean mean manager. Oh, buddy, I remember the day like the managers used to be like a real big part of the show. Right, like I love yeah. the Bobby the Brain Heenan and the oh yeah. So you would like to be the heel manager? Oof. Yeah. I like that. Bruce might have to put that. We might have put that out there. You never know. Put it out there, and if uh, Mr. McMahon gives me a call, I'm there. Okay, we love it. Well, Bruce, an NHL head, unless an NHL head coaching gives me a call first, <laughs> I think I'd rather do that. Okay, well that's fair. That's totally fair. Well, uh, best of luck in the senior advisor role with Niagara, and uh, and hopefully we see you back in the NHL or. In the WWE. It'll all be great. Thanks so much for calling. That's uh, Bruce Boudreaux, one of the nicest gentlemen going. Like an absolute, like when you, t- Bruce is so down to earth. It didn't make, like Bruce could, t- he'd run into you tomorrow if you just want to talk to him. I-, I swear he would. He is just a genuine, nice guy. Like Until he goes crazy and starts swearing. Oh, well, yeah, but like he said, he goes, I don't even know what's coming out of my mouth. Like I'm not really saying it to be mad. I'm just, he gets fired up. He's a very emotional guy, which is a good thing. And you talk to players like they love Bruce Boudreaux. 
Like when you look at his career, how long he played as a player up and down. Like I think he played like 20 some pro seasons. He might have played 140 games in the NHL, right? But he was just grinding it out and then he grinded it out as a head coach in the minors for a long time before he got his chance. And, and I love that. Now I, I went back and I was looking at the NHL. Um, website. And so they have all the, uh, uh, the wins and everything like that for, you know, total. And I think he is. Was uh, he right with his own predictions of his own career? Well, it, it says here, um, it's probably because now it would depend on if you, uh, you include like, cause they have him at, uh, he's got like 600 and some wins. When he corrected you and said he was 621, not 5, whatever, yeah, I was said, like, I'm pretty sure Gregor knows better yeah. than you do, Bruce. Well, see, I'm sorry. See, but no, I was looking at win percentage. He might be looking at points percentage. That might be the difference. And I might have said points percentage, but his win percentage is that, but his points percentage, because obviously you get the loser points and stuff, so his points percentage, of course, is way higher than the wins percentage. If our fifth question today in five questions was, who would you trust more to know Bruce Boudreaux's stats, Bruce Boudreaux or Jason Gregor, I'd take you. Well, but to be honest, I was reading it. I'm not gonna, I don't have that one memorized. I got a lot of, I got a lot of useless stats in my head, but. One of the creepy things about being live to watch this show is I think you read more than you do. You look off into the distance and pull these numbers out of the sky. And that is weird. Your brain, <laughs> if we were to do like a pie chart, is like 99% sports information. It's impressive. Uh, Jason Greger, uh, Juan Higgins with you on uh, Sports 1440. The text line 833-401-1440. Uh, we'll return. We got more from uh, Juan Higgins, uh, Leon Dreisaitl on Sports 1440. The Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Positive Friday. Continuing on the Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Of course, you can always get involved. You can text us 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. Uh, stop in right now and you get the Platinum Pennzoil full synthetic oil change and receive $20 GC to over 30 local merchants. Sport local at Jiffy Lube. Great local company. I love it. Now, pause of Friday. And, of course, a new addition on pause of Fridays. We will have uh, Juan Negres as our uh, Friday co-host which is perfect because he's one of the more positive human beings that i've met um well excluding one thing but we won't talk about on there but there's one thing that wanya is not overly positive about but everything else which is pretty good like if you're positive about everything that'd probably be weird but uh i wonder what i'm not positive yeah. about. well we don't want to get into we don't want to get into it not on positive friday it's not on exactly not on positive friday maybe maybe another time this show is action-packed can i just say long time listener to the station impossible is a good show Oh, well, buddy, it's getting better with you on it. We appreciate it. Hey. So it'll be fun. Yes. It'll we, be fun. We got a lot of text. Guys, I have to say, who is this guy? He's hilarious. Well, it's Wanye Gretz from Oilers Nation. Who is this guy? Do you have a computer? What on <laughs> earth is going on? <laughs> well, you know why? Because there's, there's never been a picture of Wanye Gretz. Yeah, but I'm funny. Yeah, I know. But, but people, like, dude, it's 2023. People need to see no, to believe. No, They're everybody like, is, is, this, is. Is this person real? Real. They wonder. Like, is this, is it real? It's real. Is it, though? In a world where everybody overshares and is so thirsty to document every part of their life, it's kind of nice to go the other way. That's fair. Hey, guys, how I missed the Brass Bonanza. I did not know how much it meant. Thanks for bringing it back. Morgan. Hey, Morgs, you and me both, buddy. I love the Brass. Hey, boys, it's Demo here. It's great to hear you all again. Doesn't matter if you're 
cutting someone up or propping them up. The biggest thing is all the charity work you guys are doing. Happy to have you back. Fantastic first week. Well, we appreciate it. You know what? This first week has blown by. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I think it's only going to get better as we get more games to talk about and, and, and more storylines, and, and we've got all the, uh, the, the co-host additions to the show. Uh, Fantasy Frenzy's killing it in, uh, in week one. Low Tide, of course, is Steady Eddie. Uh, I think Karius, uh, his first week as a, as a regular host, he's obviously filled in before, but, uh, you know, I think Kevin shows just getting better all the time, uh, insightful. And, you know, he, he was, I think he was a little reserved because of personality that I know. I think people are going to see it more. Um, a little bit of the snark. Uh, will come out a little bit, uh, uh, the wit. And, and I'm sure, you know, eventually the Sam, the record man jokes and some of the other ones are likely going to, uh, to come out. Uh, anybody knows Karius, uh, knows the, uh, Sam, the record man for sure. You guys, I'd love to see Brujo. Honest question though. Do you think another team gives him a chance? It's a good question. Um, as Wanya was saying during the break, it's a limited pool. Right, like there's not, so I can understand if you're a GM and maybe you've had to fire a coach and now you're like, geez, this might be the last coach I get to hire. I get fired. I'm not going off grid. I'm going to go with somebody who's tried, tested and true and has a 628 winning percentage. Yeah. So it makes, I can understand why they would, they would consider it. Right. Like it, it makes sense in that regard. Others would say, Hey, you know, he's being around, he's coached a thousand games. Maybe it's time for someone else. So. I get both sides, but I honestly believe it kind of depends on the direction of the organization. And honestly, like, does Bruce Boudreaux want to come back and take over a rebuilding team? Like, maybe he does, right? I think he loves the, the NHL gig, but I think if, you know, if you put true serum in him, he'd probably want to just come back and have the opportunity to be on a competitive team. If he's going to turn down a fake gig as a manager heel to hopefully coach in the NHL, I think he would coach any team. That's a conclusion I come to, Gregor. That was my uh, first star interview I was a part of. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we'll see how it plays out. We should have asked him if he'll be back in the NHL. <laughs> well, he he basically yeah, he said, I'm coming you, back you, in the you NHL. you think you're going to be back? Well, what's he going to say? No, I it, think I'm very hireable. It's crazy the drive of people who play professional sports Jeez, or should, coach yeah. because they're so singularly focused. Like talking with Sam Gagne, you're going to be back in the league. He's like, the knifing pain in my hips I've been experiencing for the past few years is gone for the first time yeah. ever. And you realize, like, if you're not that dedicated, if Bruce Boudreaux isn't 100% committed to his craft, he doesn't have the job he has. No, not at all. I should have pulled an Elaine Bennis there and, and gone with it. So tell me why you're coach worthy. Oh. Right. Well, I eat right. I exercise. Yeah, yeah. I'll get rid of the sideburns. Oh, it's still one of the classics. The old sponge-worthy episode. Still one of the uh, the all-time classics. Hey, guys, why don't you get Wanye to wear a luchador mask and do the show? Ooh, now we're getting some good ideas in here, eh? Do you know how hot it is in this studio, it, random it, commenter? Yeah, that, that is the one thing that we're going to have to work on. It is pretty it smoking is hot. hot in here. It is yeah. positive Friday. I am positive it is hot in this studio. Now, it's a big studio, though, thankfully. Yes. Because otherwise, it'd be like, oh, my goodness. But, like, it might be tarps off soon. Like, but it's pretty now hot. Now we're going to get some viewers. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. You know. Tarps off Gregor on YouTube does numbers. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. So, uh, you know, I'm hitting the Peloton, all right. But that doesn't really give you a lot of upper definition. That's the only problem, right? Have you looked at some of our fellow citizens walking around in this mall? You put it on a graph, you're an Adonis. Well, I guess in that sense, you're sure. Hey, you know, if I could be anytime you're in the upper, you know, 30% of anything, I'm like, hey, that's a win. I'll take that. That's a win. Right? Like I look at, I because I, well, the one thing I am anal about is ever since I read the, the book and they talked about health and for every guy, the easiest one is take your height, divide it in half. And that's what your waistline should be around your belly button. 
that's helped because for most men, a lot of disease, it's, it's a little. So that's the one thing I do measure. I don't really worry about weight anymore. I just worry about not having a little bit of the uh, the extra around there. So the uh, the extra sweat on the peloton, it works. It works out. Wanye, thanks for joining us. Quick prediction: Elks Stamps rematch. Go Elks, baby! What's the score? Oh, I don't know. hundred to three. Hundred to three. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we are coming up with uh, Connor Halley in the final sports fourteen forty update of the week. Have yourselves a wonderful weekend. Whatever you do, please do not drink and drive. Get home safe. Good night from the Ewell Studio. As always, it's a Jason Greger show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Let's get to the con man and the update brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling Home. No payments, no interest for one year on your furnace. Stay cool. Legacy Heating. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.